Welcome to Sweet Home PCB, powered by Keller Williams Success Realty, produced by Beach 95.1. I'm Henry Brigman. Glad to be here with you for this episode as we talk financing, we talk luxury, and we talk about dad and his special day. That's coming up next on Sweet Home PCB. From the Sweet Home PCB studio at Keller Williams Success Realty, Panama City Beach, Florida, this is Sweet Home PCB. A lot of things are happening in the world of lending. Of course, uh, just this week, the Fed upped it, up the, the rates. And of course, so here's the thing. I don't think people really understand interest rates in the first place. So Lindsey Maxwell with Movement Mortgages here. I've known Mick, uh, Lindsay for a while. And of course, I had to bring her on uh, in part because she and Stacy Price are Two of my lender partners here at with Movement Mortgage, just literally down the hall from the Sweet Home PCB studio here at Keller Williams. So, hey, Lindsay, th- glad to have you on Sweet Home PCB. Well, hey there. Thank you for having me. You know, talking about interest rates going up, and a lot of people don't quite understand the correlation of, of how all this stuff works. So maybe what we need to do is educate our, our, our listeners for a little bit to understand what is this all about? That's that's the question. That's a question of the year right now. It seems like that um, you know, I think the main thing that I hear from my clients is, you know, what what's your interest rate? I'm shopping interest rates. What what is your interest rate? And they don't know what that really means. Um, they hear it because when we're watching TV or listening to the radio or um, talking to our peers, you know, the the first thing that gets brought up when you're home buying is also your lending and what, what's the interest rate going to be. But what people don't understand is the implication behind the interest rate. And, and there's so many different variables that it's very important for the consumer to understand because they would like for you to think that interest rate is one, you know, that's the only thing you need to be concerned about. But there are layers to the loan process, to the buying process. What questions that you can answer, that somebody can educate you and give you maybe a better solution versus just what's the interest rate? It's kind of like somebody calling you and saying, I want to get pre-qualified for a loan and my name is so-and-so and I work here. It's not like it's 2008 where you can say you work somewhere and get a loan. And things like that are not happening. And I think people need to understand that part. But more importantly, when somebody gets to that pre-qualified, pre-approval stage to get started, what do they really need to do? First step, obviously, they need to make their loan application. They need to sit down and they need to think about not only what's happening right now with their personal financial situation and the financial state of the economy and what is happening here and now, but they need to be thinking about their future. People get so hung up on the interest rate, but they need to think about, okay, How long am I going to live in this house? What are my plans? Take this job here in Panama City and expect to work here forever. Maybe I need to, maybe I'll get a job transfer. Maybe I'm in the military and I'll, you know, get, um, change a duty station and I won't be here forever. Maybe I'm going to have a baby. Maybe I'm going to downsize. Maybe my two kids will graduate in two years and, you know, husband and I, we want to travel and we don't need a big old house at home to take care of. So those are things that people need to think about in addition to interest rate. Because once you start filling in those question marks, you kind of can 
start to see how maybe interest rate is not going to affect you as much, depending on what the answers to those questions. May be. Back in 2005 and before, you know, pre-2008, ARMS were really popular, especially this is adjustable rate mortgages. I think I said that correctly. You did. Okay. Uh, and one of the things that I remember was after so many years, I mean, the interest rate would go up, you'd refinance, you do whatever you need to do. But the average homeowner is really keeping their homes five to seven years. Bingo. Which is the, the idea of that type of loan. And a lot of times you can get that lower fixed rate for that period of time using a loan product like that. That is correct. Now, of course, there's other loan programs and assistance programs that are out there. Uh, we just uh, personally, just a little while ago, we talked and have talked about here on the podcast a few times already, the Hometown Heroes program explained everything. But from your standpoint, they need to hear even more about this program and what they need to do to prepare for it. Because it's not like Rehouse Bay, where it's necessarily forgivable over a few years. We're talking about a 30-year, technically, second mortgage. Yes, that is correct. It is a, um, a second mortgage. So it's in second lien position behind your first mortgage. The first mortgage is um, just like any other mortgage. But... The caveat to the Hometown Heroes, even though it's a great program, it's not for everybody. And when I say that is because, um, you know, we we talk about the qualifications. You have to work in um, one of these few fields, and you have to have a credit score of 640. You have to meet the income requirement. And just because you meet all of those, it may not be in your best interest to take that money because you do have to pay that money back. If you don't live in the home for 30 years, if you plan to sell, refinance, or even move out of the home and um, have it occupied as an investment property, then you're responsible for paying that money back. What does that look like for you? I don't know because it, you know, you, you it may be your forever home. It may be, and that and that may be great and fine, and and, and it may be a 15 year home. And and at that point, I would think that you're still great and fine. But if you are, again, active duty military, because that's the most common scenario that we see here, especially in our area. Does it make sense for you to take that money if you don't need it? If you can qualify without that money, yes, it's going to help keep more money in your pocket, but is it worth you having to pay that money back in two years? Now, it is non-interest bearing. So the, the money that you borrow, you don't have to pay interest on it. So that's another thing to consider because if you've got money sitting up somewhere and you're making interest on it, then it would make sense potentially to use the Hometown Heroes program because it's a non-interest bearing loan. So you know you fully expect to pay that back, but you're kind of using that money to leverage what you have in the bank to keep making money for you. But some people, you know, they it's not a significant amount to make that warrantable. So those are things that people need to think about, and these are conversations that their lender needs to be having with them because you can call the 1-800, you know, uh, Quicken Mortgage or, you know, the big box lenders. A lot of times, though, they're not having those conversations because it's kind of a cattle call. They're getting people through the door in and out. You get a number, you're in, you're out. They're not taking time to personally have conversations and to figure out what's in the client's best interest. So that's why it's very important to have a uh, I'd say a loan consultant that you can trust, that you can open up about your financial situation, open up about your future plans that aren't on paper, black and white, 
and you can have that real conversation with a real person and, and help let them help you understand maybe what might be a better option for you. And the best part about this, when I suggest someone to give give you or Stacy a call, also Christy over there in Destin, when I send people to y'all, what's talked about is confidential. I don't get that part. I don't get involved in that part of it. You are the only ones that have that conversation. And that's the way it should be. Correct. This is about you and what your needs are. And your lender is the person that you need to go ahead and open up and give this information because they're here to help you. They're not here to steer you in the wrong direction. That's your job. And that's that's really the goal of what you're trying to do is to help them find their home, but do it in the right way that they can really afford. Right. And just because somebody can afford something um, on a piece of paper because the guidelines say that they can doesn't mean that they want to afford that. One of the conversations that I have up front with a lot of my clients, with most all of them, is because everybody has a sensitivity. So you're either cash flow sensitive, which down payment and closing cost. You're either rate sensitive, but we'll talk more about that. Mm -hmm. And then um, you're, or you could be um, payment sensitive and it all kind of ties in together, but you find that person's sensitivity and then you ask them, well, why, why is that important to you? Okay. So the first thing is I say, well, what do you want your monthly payment to be? The natural answer is as low as possible, Mm -hmm. but it's a really important for somebody to understand what their budget is going into it as far as what is the maximum, what's our ceiling? What is the maximum amount that I would want to pay every month for the next 30 years? Because that's what you're obligating yourself to. And a lot of people will, they'll give me a number and it's less than half of what they qualify for. And that's fine. What I want to do for people is show them what this looks like, what the the price of the home looks like that they feel comfortable buying. What I don't want is somebody to tell me to qualify them for the max amount possible, and then they realize they don't like that payment. So I think the most important thing is to start off with your budget. Sit down, work up a budget. What do you feel comfortable paying every month? And then at that point in time, we'll have the conversation and we'll figure out, is this can you find something in this price range that fits within your budget? Another part of the conversation, too, is the type of uh, property that oh, yeah. it may be because those are a little bit different. For example, condos on the beach here in Panama City Beach typically are non-warrantable loans. People don't really understand what that means. So non-warrantable, you're not getting those government-backed Loans. Right. You're using a private investor that has their own rules on what you can do. And um, and a lot of that comes with uh, you're not going with since it's not government backed, you don't get the um, the benefit of a lower down payment option. It's usually it, it was 20 percent. Now they've tightened up even further, 25 to 30 percent minimum down payment requirement. Most people, if it if they're shopping for a primary home, they don't want to put that much capital into that investment. They don't want to put that much in there because they're going to live there. They need to make sure they have money for expenses. Now, investors, that's something different. They're making money off that property. It's washing out. They have the money to spend. They already knew going into it that that's what they were going to use. But, yes, the property does make a difference. Um, HOA fees. People don't realize HOA 
is also going to be needs to be included in their monthly housing budget because you're obligated to pay that. If you don't pay your HOA dues, they can put a lien against your property. So it's very important for people to consider the type of property, also the location. Is it in a flood zone? Uh-oh. Yep. And flood zone is big because, the, and those have changed over, in the recent time, uh, those flood zones have changed. Yep. Uh, you are seeing increased of insurance rates of in places that you never expected it right. to happen. Because even if you were in the flood zone X, where a lot of people would like to be so you wouldn't have to have that coverage, you're going to still need it now in some areas. Yes, and, and let's talk about that because um, I actually had a client very recently that purchased a home in a flood zone X. And... Um, course that means that they're not required to carry flood insurance but i urge them to go ahead and get the flood insurance because when you're in a flood zone x it's um the premium set out by fema so you're going to pay the same amount for however much coverage you get the maximum is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. so for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh worth of flood coverage from fema um your premium is running about 565 a year that is super cheap if you think about the risk that you know, you, you're taking by not having the insurance. Well, what happens is um, with my particular client, their home got rezoned and they were in a flood zone. Wow. And their premium was going to be $6,000 a year, but they got the flood insurance while they were still in the X flood zone, so they were grandfathered in. So even though they were now in the flood zone, they got the coverage. They already had it, and they were grandfathered in at the $565 a year premium. Wow. That is something to think about, especially in some of these areas, uh, Lynn Haven, that is still dealing when a lot of areas around here are dealing with it, but Lynn Haven especially uh, with the drainage situation, with situations where some areas that are in X tend to get a little bit more water and can have some flood damage. Right. Right. And the water table has changed since Hurricane Michael. Um, I, that was on the news, the, uh, the local news, is that um, city and county authorities are trying to figure out, um, they're trying to, to get some engineering to figure out what they can do to mitigate the, the water, the difference in the water table. Because now, like you said, there are areas that are not zoned in a flood zone, but they're flooding that never flooded before the storm because of the lack of trees and um, all that ground cover that essentially soaks up that water and brings it back into the earth. It's not there anymore. So the water table is higher. Now, now that might help you with some of your gardening, <laughs> but it doesn't help when we're in an area that, you know, it's just like, uh, even though we're, you know, when we're recording this, we're in the middle of heat advisories, maybe the pop-up shower or thunderstorm where, where one side of your road might get a little bit of rain and the other side doesn't is typical Florida, folks. Uh, that's exactly what happens here. But we still have to think about this water table because of the fact that we do get street flooding in Panama City Beach still, uh, especially along Thomas Drive, uh, Alf Coleman Road. There are certain areas that uh, they're working on still uh, to correct, but we still have that problem. And some of these areas uh, further inland uh, 
have more problems than they've ever had, just like we just said, it's because of the higher water table. It's because we don't have the trees. It's because everything ecologically, uh, I think that's my big word for the ep- for the episode, <laughs> it really has changed since Hurricane Michael. And we're still dealing with this in 2022. It's been five years, like coming just a few more, in just a few months, five years. And we're still dealing with a lot of issues because of the hurricane. And it's also affected the way you buy and even programs that help you to buy. And we've got more of that coming up on Sweet Home PCB with Lindsay Maxwell and our friends at Movement Mortgage. We'll be right back. Sellingthepanhandle.com is where you can find a home, get a free home value, and contact me, Henry Brigman, at Keller Williams Success Realty. Visit sellingthepanhandle.com to get started. That's sellingthepanhandle.com. Download the free Beach 95.1 app and take the greatest hits with you wherever you go. Available for Android and Apple devices. Just search for Beach 95.1. Download it today. We're back with Lindsay Maxwell and Movement Mortgage, learning a little bit more about the lending process and getting started and a lot of things that we're really in the news right now that we're trying to help you understand a little bit better here on Sweet Home PCB. And one of the things that we really have gone into, we've already talked about Hometown Heroes, but we also have Rehouse Bay, and that came about because of Hurricane Michael, which we just talked about just a moment ago. And when you can get assistance up to $75,000, that's pretty awesome. It's incredible. From your standpoint, uh, explain how somebody would be able to get involved with something like that with you. That's a great question. Um, That is where a lot of people do get confused by it. Um, Step one, when you're ready to pursue uh, Rehouse Bay, you must get pre-qualified with a lender first because we are looking at um, several different things to qualify you. It may be that you need the money for the down payment and closing costs. That's fine as long as your credit score is where it needs to be and as long as um, you can afford what you're buying and we don't have any... um, foreclosure, anything like that. Um, So it's important that we can pre-qualify the person contingent to the Rehouse Bay funding. Once you get that pre-qualification letter, then you take it down to Rehouse Bay, and then you start the application process with them to secure those funds. You have to go through a process with Rehouse Bay on an education level, uh, doing through certain projects that you just go to rehousebay.org. They've got the full details on exactly what you need to do. I like the fact that they have to take a home buyer's class. Yes, yes. And um, and it's really um, informational, the, the class. is, and, and a lot of programs require you to take it online. I believe that they offer theirs in person. But um, it helps with what we talked about earlier in the segment about the budgeting because Rehouse Bay kind of hones in and helps people create a budget to figure out how much that they want to afford. Not only can they afford it, but do they want to. So it's a great program with great tools that really help these people get into homes and be successful homeowners. And, and, and each of these programs have different requirements, whether it be income requirements, uh, the price of the home and, and the like, correct? Correct. Um, so Rehouse Bay, they're, I'm not sure exactly what their requirements are. I do know that they'll either give you 50 or $75,000 depending on your income. 
I do not have any idea of the parameters. That's for them to decide. But once you get pre-qualified with, um, with me, then you go on down to Rehouse Bay and then they tell you uh, how much that they'll provide. Now, what that means to you is that um, once I tell you a number of house that you can afford, that we've determined that that's what you want to afford, um, if Rehouse Bay comes in and says, hey, here's 75000 that does not mean we tax 75000 on to that purchase price. And the reason why is because what we don't want to do, especially um, – because that's money that's being given in the beginning. We don't want to put the person in a position to where they possibly um, get themselves upside down, so to speak, on the home. Because if you are in a payment you can already afford without the $75,000, once you get that $75,000, it's going to be there to help you reduce that burden. So what we don't want to do is add tack on to that sales price and then potentially if the person goes to sell it within 15 years or they move out or something changes in their financial situation, then no longer are they, they no longer are comfortable with that monthly payment, obviously, but also they are responsible for paying back that money. And so that's what we don't want to happen. And, and really important to really watch those parameters, no matter the program. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the main thing is, uh, people need to understand when they're getting down payment assistance is that that's a layer of risk when lenders are looking at it because, um, you know, it may be one thing if um, you have great credit and um, good job stability, but whenever you add in the down payment assistance factor, that's just they look at you a little bit closer because they want to make sure that if that's the only issue is that, you know, you don't have the ability to save as much money maybe because you're in a um, – the cost of living is high and and your income isn't just where it needs to be for you to be able to save that money. They want to make sure that you still have the ability to be financially successful. I think that's the most important part in this conversation is the fact that we're here trying to make sure that you make the right decision for you. And it's very important to know the budget. It's very important to know your credit. And sometimes you're not ready to get that home, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Honestly, it's, it's not because our job is to help you and you may not be ready for a home today, but you can help advise to some extent on some things that can help them to get ready. Sure, sure. Um, and a perfect example of when you mentioned that you just may not be ready the bank may not even tell you, the lender may not even tell you you're not ready because legally, um, if you qualify on that piece of paper, we have to pre-qualify you. We don't have a basis to deny the loan application. However, what we can do is help you answer questions that you may not have even thought of to determine whether you're ready or not. And a perfect example after Hurricane Michael, I had a client that came to me, and on paper, she qualified. She made um, $5,000 a month. She had um, a, she had her job for two years. Her credit score um, was over 700, which is a good credit score. Um, but the problem where it boiled down to, because she was um, receiving uh, down payment assistance, she had been living in a FEMA trailer, not paying any rent but she had no savings and she was making $5,000 a month. So we had to have the conversation of, 
will you be able to afford a mortgage payment if you already don't have the ability to save anything right now? Is this something that you can realistically afford? And uh, we call that uh, payment shock. And that's a real thing, too. And so that's something else that people need to consider. Some loan programs, the lender can deny based on payment shock, um, just depending on the risk profile. But people also need to be in touch with that and not get blinded by the want and the, the desire to have, you know, this house that they've seen and they not have an emotional attachment. But think logically, can I afford this house? And when I'm start paying this payment while I still have the ability to save. And the one more point that I'll make is that, you know, when we're looking for homes together, one of the things that I try to emphasize is the fact you may be pre-qualified for 500000 but we're really, if your payment is better for a home that's three fifty four hundred. I'm not going to put you in a $500,000 house. We're going to be doing what's supposed to be right for you. Just because you have that ability doesn't mean you have to do the full amount. Right, exactly. And that's why it's important for people to determine that, that budget, that monthly budget, because at the end of the day, that's going to be the most important thing. And then... That will be what they're pre-approved up to. Now, I have that conversation. You and I will have the conversation, and I'll say, hey, Henry, um, you know, I got them pre-qualified. They, they said, you know, this is where they want their monthly payment to be. They can go higher if they want. So if they find something and they absolutely love it, they can go a little higher. But we need to have that conversation before you put in the offer because they need to see real numbers. And that's basically my advice to anybody is just make sure that you're having these conversations with your realtor and your lender because everybody needs to be on the same page because you're doing them a disservice if you if you not hadn't talked and you're running around showing them a five hundred thousand dollar house they fall in love and then the monthly payment is something that they don't want to pay then that sets them up for disappointment and discouragement when when you set somebody up for failure it hurts all of us and it hurts our industry it hurts our clients and, and all these folks are our neighbors. We're here to help you. We're here to make sure that you have what you need and you have the right information to get started uh, and the right information all the way to close. Right. And a lot of times people get uh, sticker shock on closing. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes they don't get, well, sometimes they get the information, but they ignore it. That's a special kind of special. <laughs> yeah, real special. Uh, but uh, I'm not naming names. But I've had some clients do that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you give them the estimated closing costs and all that. I mean, there's certain things. It's like uh, from my side, I don't have the information on what lender fee, any of the stuff that might be there with their loan. I have just the very basics with what the state of Florida requires, what the title company or title attorney has on there. But there are things that we have to watch. And we have that conversation during the transaction so that you have a better idea of what to do. Right, right. And the whole thing is about making sure you have the education, you have the ability to prepare before you get out there. Because in a market like this, if you don't already have that pre-qualified, pre-approval letter, 
if you don't already have that plan put together, you're going to lose that house you want to buy. Oh, yeah. Because even though the market is still somewhat starting to stabilize, it's still a, a seller's market. Even though we do have an increase of listings that are happening, Lake Town Wharf, as of this date, had almost 30 listings. They haven't had that many since pre-COVID. Things are starting to happen where you're starting to see more people sell, but we're still not to that high six-month of inventory. You know, we're still under two. So it's still not to that point. So we're still working in a seller's market. So you have to be prepared before you go in. You're still competing with a lot of buyers. Now, a lot of those cash investment people may not be coming in as quickly as they were right now, but they're still coming in and buying these properties. It's just taking a little bit longer. But now, if you come in there and you have already talked to Lindsay or Stacy or Christy or, or any of the folks there at Movement Mortgage, get your pre-qualify, get your pre-approval, whatever your situation may be, have that budget conversation, you have a better chance of working uh, with your realtor, whether it's me or one of the other folks uh, uh, out there, to find that home to get it negotiated in the right way to help you and to possibly even close on that home and enjoy that home the way you need to and let's have a stress-free or as stress-free as possible transaction as possible. Oh, absolutely. Because that's the worst thing is, um, you know, you don't want to have buyer's remorse. You don't want to go into something blindly or feel rushed and not – because once, and you know this, once you get under contract, I mean, it comes hard and fast, and there's no time to think about the budget at that point in time because you're paying for home inspections, you're paying for appraisals, and then all of a sudden you're chest deep with all these things into this home. You've invested time and energy that when you actually, that's where this uh, sticker shock comes from at closing is when you finally pay enough attention, have enough time because you can breathe now that the loan is going to close and the house is going to close. And you look at this and you start to think, gee, I don't think I like $2,000 a month. You know, I've been, and another thing that impacts your, um, your monthly payment is your insurance more than ever, more than ever. It's very important to shop that insurance to really know what you need to do. Yeah. Now, I, I have a number of people that I'll send people out to. I don't have a perf- a necessarily preferred because every property is different. Sure. And every situation is different. But uh, we do send you to different people, different ideas of where to go to, even uh, in situations where if I have a listing, I will get the information of what the insurance company was that they had, which can be easier in some cases, especially for those properties around Cape Sandblast, where it's a whole lot easier to move from uh, one client to another on these properties, especially because being a coastal barrier island, right? all that stuff's different. Right. Everything about that type stuff different. If you ever want to look 
at a coastal barrier island. You're not getting government-backed loans or anything. You're on your own, pal. <laughs> you know, that's, that's about the best way to put it uh, because, you know, that's, that's just the way it has been. It's been that way since the 80s uh, when they determined that type of zone. Right. Uh, so, again, it's important that not only you work with somebody who understands that from the lending aspect, from the realtor aspect, from the insurance aspect, from the inspector aspect, because we've got to see what happens on the final part that really can be a headache is the appraisal. Oh yeah. And a lot of times in certain areas we're we're getting sticker shocked on appraisals uh, that we haven't had before. Not all areas, but certain areas do see that where because of the high refi time from a few months back in the past year, you had so many people having to get those appraisals you couldn't get in. You have a lot more stuff. Now, how is it looking like for appraisals now for you at the moment with your clients? That's a great question. It's actually, you can, that's when I started seeing the market shift um, on my end more was because I can now get an appraisal back in two weeks before it was, you know, three, three and a half weeks. And on a 30 day contract, we didn't have a lot of time to to sit around and wait on that. So, <laughs> yeah. and we've had to fig- we've had to, at some points to have to just kind of pull back because uh, there was a time in which we had to say we're going to have to do forty five days, right? Because we didn't know uh, if we were going to be able to get the appraisal in time, right? And that was at the peak of when all the refis were going on. That's right. Of course, now with the interest rates the way they are, and just like we said earlier you really need to talk to your lender and get all that information before you deal with this. Another thing is with programs like hometown heroes, you're talking about the same rate, no matter the lender you go to. Right. So there's no really shopping rate on this, but just like when you're dealing with choosing somebody in real estate, you're doing the same thing when choosing your lender, because you have to trust them. You have to be able to work with them. But there's one thing you also have to do, communicate. Absolutely. And the communication aspect, and, you know, I come from years of broadcasting. And in the communications business, the number one problem we had is we didn't know how to communicate. So that was something that you have to learn, and it's very important to have. Lindsay, we appreciate you stopping by and, ex- and explaining a lot of information on this. How can they contact you in case they have more information? They um, that's a great question. So um, you can contact me by phone, email, uh, social media, Carrier Pigeon. You can send somebody a search party out for me. Anyway, I will help you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on a serious note, no. Um, my cell phone number is always the best. Um, it's 850-628-7447. Uh, call, text, and then, um, of course, um, you know, email, anything like that. But just call me. Um, I, I urge people, if you're in the market to purchase a home, do it sooner than later. <laughs> uh, we need time. The lenders need time, too, because we're doing a full pan- uh, financial profile. We're dissecting your financial profile. So it's not a, you know, a 20-minute thing. It, it takes a day or two. So earlier the better 
it, it is a lot different because if you get this one eight hundred, give me a loan type of a place, uh, you don't really get the same service as you do with your local lender. You know, nothing against anybody. Whenever you're able to get this actual cell phone number of the lender, that says a lot. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. We've got, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about luxury and something that's happening in that in just a moment. Plus, we've got a special Father's Day message in just a little bit. This is Sweet Home PCB. Sellingthepanhandle.com is where you can find a home, get a free home value, and contact me, Henry Brigman at Keller Williams Success Realty. Visit sellingthepanhandle.com to get started. That's sellingthepanhandle.com. Welcome back to Sweet Home PCB. As people realize their needs are changing, some are turning into luxury housing. To find their dream home, Investopedia helps find the push toward a more luxury home. In an article recently, they point out that a luxury home isn't defined by its price. Location is also an important factor. It could be a condo in a desirable city address a spacious home on the water, one with access to luxury activities like arts and entertainment, high-end shopping, dining, and so much more. I spent the weekend in Cape Sandblast showing houses. Also spent a lot of time on 30A, and, I, and each market is a little bit different. That's why you need somebody who knows those markets. According to the Luxury Market Report for the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing, there's been a substantial increase in how many buyers are purchasing luxury homes over the past two years. In fact, it says, and I quote, North America recorded the fastest growth of demand during the first year of the pandemic. Also, demand has constantly increased. Even in April of 2022, we saw a higher volume of sales compared to 2021. If you own a luxury home, this could be a great time to list your home while demand is high. First, let's understand that while the demand is, is coming up, where is it coming from? Well, the same report says people have reached a certain net worth threshold and is contributing to the increased interest in luxury housing. In 2020, we saw a two growth in the number of individuals with wealth over $5 million in net value. But in 2021, that number grew by 19.8%. This total increase has resulted into the introduction of over, get this, 660,000 new individuals into the high net worth bracket, which combined with the existing affluent looking to diversify and add more properties to their portfolio, well, that's a true insight now on why the demand for luxury properties have skyrocketed during 2021 and into this year as well. So if you're looking to make changes in your real estate portfolio or maybe looking to sell your current home, whatever the price level may be, it may be a great time to list and benefit from the high demand from luxury homes wherever you are here in the panhandle. So if you know it and you want it and you need it and you want to capitalize on the current market conditions while the demand for buyers, especially for upscale houses, are so high, you might want to give me a call. I can definitely try to help you out that and give you all sorts of information. And if you're not in my area, I can help send you to the right person in your area. Contact us here at Sweet Home PCB, Sweet Home PCB at KW.com, 850-851-9201. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those other stuff. In the meantime, Father's Day weekend's coming up, and we've got something special from the heart coming up here too on Sweet Home PCB. Sellingthepanhandle.com is where you can find a home, get a free home value, and contact me. Henry Brigman at Keller Williams Success Realty. 
Visit SellingThePanhandle.com to get started. That's SellingThePanhandle.com. Download the free Beach 95.1 app and take the greatest hits with you wherever you go. Available for Android and Apple devices. Just search for Beach 95.1. Download it today. As we get ready to wrap up this edition of Sweet Home PCB, of course, remember that Sunday is Father's Day. It's a very special day in my life because in October of 1990, that's when I first became a dad or daddy. Of course, these days saying daddy kind of has different connotations, but I love being a dad. I love being able to remember the fact that I was able to watch my child be born. I was right there. Being able to be a part of each and every part of her life growing up, Uh, to be able to count on her to pick me back up whenever I'm down as an adult. And more importantly, when she says, I love you, Dad, that means more to me than any sort of gift I could ever have or ever want. And for many of you out there that either by marriage naturally uh, inherited somewhat because you're the neighborhood dad or the band dad like I was, this is a very special day for you. And I wish you a very happy Father's Day. And for you single moms out there as well that do both jobs, for all you people that put that little extra into it to help this next generation get better, thank you. Because that's the most important thing ever in my life, and I'm pretty sure it is for you too. This wraps up this edition of Sweet Home PCB. I hope that you will take a little time, and if you still have your dad, say hello. Say I love you, Dad. Say something that lets that person, whether it's a father figure or your actual father, know how you really feel because that truly is the best gift of all. We'll see you for the next edition of Sweet Home PCB, powered by Keller Williams Success Realty. Produced by Beach 95.1. We will be back with another episode real soon. Have yourself a wonderful Father's Day. Take care of yourself. And we'll see you again next time on Sweet Home PCB.